0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. In the short run, the market is a voting machine, but in the long run, it's a weighing machine. Greg akizian nice. Chris Sassoni knows that too, the finance people. In the short run, the market is a voting machine, but in the long run, it's a weighing machine. I usually don't begin my sermons quoting uh, billionaire investors, uh, but Warren Buffett said this, and they call him the Oracle of Omaha for a reason. He's insightful, and his words capture something deep about human behavior and how markets work. What Buffett is saying is that in the short term, the price of a stock or anything of value is easily manipulated by groupthink and emotions. In the short term, the market is a voting machine. It's a popularity contest. But in the long term, a stock's price is tied to its fundamentals, its real value. And over time, the market is a weighing machine. Which company is truly worth its weight and which isn't? Now, the Oracle of Omaha is insightful, but he's not original. Buffett just discovered in the field of markets this ancient wisdom that runs through all things. You could substitute anything for stock market in his aphorism. You could say in the short run, the arts, music, and acting, and writing is a voting machine. Whatever's popular is good. But in the long run, art is also a weighing machine. Only the best musicians, and the best movies, and the best books endure over time. In the short run, the United States presidency is a voting machine. Candidates spend millions of dollars to manipulate popular opinion, but in the long run, I think it's a weighing machine. What good did you do in your presidency so help you God for your people, for your country, for the world? Now I doubt you will be surprised to find that the oracles of Holy Scripture are full of warnings to humanity against the vanity of the short term. Thousands of years, of course, before the oracle of Omaha, from the very first pages of Scripture, with Adam and Eve, throughout Jesus' ministry, the people of God then and now were victims to our pride and our vanity, were tricked by appearances way too easily, by our ego needs, and passing things. And so much of Scripture is God's attempt to get us to see the long term. And the world is passing away along with its desires, writes St. John, but whoever does the will of God abides forever. Life appears as a voting machine now, but in the end, it's a weighing machine. Treasure on earth rusts and decays, teaches Jesus, but treasure in heaven never fades. The wheat will separate from the chaff and the sheep from the goats. There will be a second coming and a judgment, we were reminded in the last two Sundays of Lent. And today, after this sermon, we will get on our knees and pray God's mercy before the closed curtain of sin, which keeps us from seeing the enduring things of God. Right now, the world is a voting machine, but before we know it, it will be a weighing machine. Now the good news for Christians, of course, is that we not only have words of wisdom to try and direct us away from the vanity of short-term pursuits and onto the things of God, we don't have just words. We have an example to follow in our master, Jesus Christ. The only life ever lived exclusively for the lasting and joyful things of God and so today on Palm Sunday he enters Jerusalem and with the great power of his love for God he turns the short-term expectations of the world upside down and he breaks the bonds of our dependence on vain desires and ego needs and appearances it would cost him his life but he willingly gave it to bring good news to the poor, to proclaim proclaim release to the captives, recovery of sight to the blind, to let the oppressed go free, and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Imagine the pressure on Jesus to feed the short-term voting machine as he entered his final week in Jerusalem, where he overcame them all. These long-oppressed, Jewish people wanted a political savior to help them overthrow Roman tyranny and Jesus, you know, the savior rides in on a donkey with palms refusing to feed the war machine. The priests and intelligentsia wanted a cultural savior to preserve and protect their Hebrew identity as the only chosen of God and Jesus the savior broke any rule of church, culture, and society which restricted the dawning of this new kingdom of God for all. The merchants around God's temple wanted to, actually they wanted Jesus' endorsement to sell their cheap graces. And Jesus flips over their tables and chases them out of the temple because no one can purchase their way into the kingdom of God. So Jesus' teaching and his example on this Palm Sunday, entering into Holy Week, is nothing short of a master class in destroying the voting machine of this world and preparing for the weighing machine to come. So I ask you, let us all examine our lives and find the courage to name and resist all the lesser things we feel pressured to be, and instead seek that one thing which Jesus says is needed, the will And grace of God. For what will it profit a man, Jesus says, if he gains the whole world and forfeits his soul? It's no easy thing to follow Jesus and renounce the power of sin in our lives. Following him through Holy Week will come face to face with persecution and betrayal unto even death. Yet only by the way of the cross are we promised new life in his Easter resurrection And though the world votes for its own way in the short term, Jesus is the way. And in the long term, it's where all that is good and all that is true endures forever, now and always and unto the ages of ages.